Alright, I'm Danielle McCartan coming to you from Polis Field in Franklin Lakes with two-time Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, Phil Sims of the New York Giants. Phil, this is the Sims Academy, which signifies that the kids are really doing a lot of learning. We have a lot of hands-on stuff going on. Oh yeah, it is. It's hands-on. I mean, that's what I believe in. And you know, there's reason why reasons why like quarterbacks and receivers catch it, run well, and why quarterbacks throw it well, because they, they use the proper techniques. And once all these kids, we're seeing it here today, I'm amazed at how they learn and pick it up so quick. And it's, uh, listen, it's always fun to watch a kid smile when they do something well. Easy to do, pick it up quick when you have a good coach. Well, I don't happens. know about that. <laughs> the hardest thing for me out here is to stay out of the sun, so, uh, but I'm doing the best I can. All right, so what is the importance of being involved in, in the community that you've been a resident of for a long time well, I, I don't know. You know, you get to your friends with everybody in the town. I've been in New Jersey, you know, 39 years and nine or three, I don't know. Well, it's been a long time. And uh, so, you know, I know everybody in town and, and, and to do something like this or many endeavors, you know, if it's for charity or whatever, it's just being part of the community. I, I, I love that. You know, the police department, the fire department, try to help them out when I can. And uh, like I said, but the, for me, the most fun is doing something like this, having the kids come out and teach them a little bit. Yeah, you look like you have a great time. I am. It's going great. <laughs> um, so now the transition from being a football, a pro football player, an accomplished career, to being a football dad. Were you ever your kids' coach? Um, that, that's a good question. My youngest son, Matt, I probably coached him much, much more than my oldest son, Christopher. You know, my oldest son, you know, I was still playing when he was going into high school. And then, you know, when he out, I kind of... You know, I think I stayed out of the way, and, and is that good? You know, if I could do it over again, I'd be much more involved with yeah. him. I would have taught him more and been more involved in all the decisions he makes in life. Because I, I tell parents all the time, you know, you can't let a young man make a decision. What does he know? I mean, and especially when it comes to, for me, we're talking about football, and it's been my life. I think I know a little bit more about it, what's going on, than my sons do. So I always tell parents to be involved, and to help your kid or son or daughter, whoever it is, make the right decision because use the knowledge we've gained through life. Now you would go to the games, what was the reception like? Oh, I didn't go to many games. You know, I was always traveling and working. So, you know, my youngest son, who's still with the Atlanta Falcons, he said to me the other day, he goes, you know, Dad, I think you saw two of my high school games. And I go, no, I saw more than that. I started thinking, and I was like, hmm, I didn't see many. Uh, but, you know, they understand. They never complained. And I'll tell you what it did, it brought a different dynamic to our relationship because I would work on Sundays. Of course, I would call on Friday or Saturday, whenever the game were to see how it went. And then on Mondays, I got to sit on the couch and I got to watch the game and we would talk. Oh, why'd you do this? And this is great. And it was truly, uh, it was great times. It really was to, to be able to watch film with my sons. Now, were you like a, a real coach, hands-on, or like yelling from the sideline kind of guy? Oh, you know, I never, like one of those. never, never yelled from the sideline. I think uh, my oldest son, Christopher, who was a really good basketball player, I think he was in the seventh or eighth grade, mm -hmm. and you know, he was scoring a lot of points. And he was running down the floor, and I yelled one time, I said, pass it. <laughs> <laughs> because I just didn't want to see him score anymore. I, I don't mean I don't. Want, I'm not sounding conceited or nothing like that. Yeah. But I just you know go yeah okay we know you can score now let the rest of the team get involved here because you're gonna win and it was well it's kind of funny because when I yelled he like <gasps> and he threw the ball and it was but I was not a yeller from the sideline I did not instruct them during the games um, we talked afterwards really most of the time. I let them do the talk and I was a listener. Yeah, like guys like Coach Gibbs who's here today, like had he like their coaches, did they welcome you your advice or was it sort of like 
Was it ever... Oh, no, no. I never got involved with the coaching of the team. So, in other words, they, I coached them when they were in my house or when they were in the car to drive home or things like that. And every once in a while, with both of my sons, I would go to practice, especially because I didn't make the games. I would try to go to one practice a week, and I would actually watch them and tell them a few things, stuff like that. So, And the coaches were tremendous with it, very open and, 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 and welcomed me to go ahead and coach my sons just a little bit. Right, okay. Now, last two questions. What is the advice you would give to these kids from, to take away? Well, you mean what, from this, this from camp? This, yeah, or, from this camp, yeah. Th this camp, oh, to trust us, and you know you're here to learn, so what I'm going to teach you is probably different from what they've done uh, previously, and uh, to trust it and do it, because that's what they're here for. In other words, don't worry about performance here, worry about learning. It's a, it's a really a tough thing for kids, because if they don't throw the football well, it gets them all nervous, and they go, oh, I'll go the way I know I can do it. But that way is not good for the long haul, what you really want to be. So, um, look, they've been very receptive. And like I said, it's, uh, it's early. It's the first segment of about eight, but it's gone really well. Now, the last question is, what is the best advice you ever got? And who is it from? Oh, well, you know, my dad, we were a baseball family. All my brothers and everybody were really good baseball players. My dad was a uh, really good baseball player growing up. And then even after he was out of school and everything, and, and my dad once, I stayed out a little late one night, and you know the next morning I had a doubleheader in baseball, and I, I, I struck out once or something. You know, it was probably got seven hits, but struck out once. He did, and he just got in the car, and he was very stern and said, "Look, decide what you're going to be. Are you going to be a clubber or whatever?" He had some word. I got. I'm going to tell you what he said. At night, or you, or do you want to play ball? And I just remember going, "Yeah, you're right. You know, you got to decide." make a choice you can't do everything you can't have fun all the time with your friends and still work hard there's not time for all that in life and I try to even use that now simplify everything keep it simple that way you enjoy it. Four more, all right. I'll, <laughs> three more, three more. I'll take some band-aids off next time. <laughs> okay. Right. Thank you, Danielle. Very Thank good. You so much. Thank right. you.